This week on Yuck the System, Reese and Jacob travel on down to Florida for two twisted tales of murder. Let's get into it. How's your week been, my friend? Um, pretty good. Busy. Uh, the huge. Uh, working on the the research was very fun. Oh, good. And you helped me focus with the little list you gave me. So yes. I like that. So I think I'm gonna be a little more focused and coherent this time. Whereas a lot of my past research has been yeah. very. I'm just remembering shit off the top of my head. Fair. So <laughs> it's all in the art of storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. Uh, I'm not very good at like I'll be telling. Mm-hmm. No oh, negative self talk. Uh, I could work on that. <laughs> I don't have a lot of experience with. Oh, okay. I like that. I don't have a lot of experience with. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it already sounds very better. Good. Um, I'll be wanting to, uh, talk to my coworker about something and, uh, she'll be like, oh, tell me about that. And I'll be like, mm, um, mm, and then I'll just pull up like a trailer or something on YouTube because I don't know how to explain what, yeah. what I'm talking about. So no, for sure. My recollection is not necessarily my, my skill set. Um, when I'm speaking out loud and trying to like tell somebody a story, mm-hmm. I and I think that's something that I like as like a a side benefit of this mm-hmm. is being like well I have weekly practice of having a defined message that I'm trying to get across. It's very um it feels nice to like have a goal, have a deadline yeah. and to do something that I want to do. Yeah. And be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to get this done. This is something I would probably already be looking up anyway. And just you know, being like, wow, that's, that's my thing. Let me tell Jacob about that later. I'm like, I'm already interested. I'm already doing it. Yep. Might as well make something from it. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you? How's your week? Um, very similar. Um, always work, school, family in this. Those are the, those are the four pillars of yeah. my entire life now. So I'm, uh. Last weekend, I got a tattoo on my knee. Yeah. Probably one of the most painful experiences of my life. So you're going back for another one? Uh, Sunday, yes. <laughs> Last one for a long time. How long is a long time? I don't know. I'm just going to take a break because my body literally needs to heal. I have yes. about three different places on my body that are in the healing, the itchy healing parts of a tattoo. If you have a tattoo, you know. I'm so sorry if you're a poor immune system. I drink a lot of orange juice, okay? <laughs> it's trying to fight off like tattoo infections, monkeypox, yeah, everything. COVID. It's yeah. trying to get all of it out of you. We're and trying you're to keep just this like, bitch moving. <laughs> you're like, let's open up some new areas for ports of entry. I am very hydrated, that's, okay? That's good. Yeah, I drink a lot of water. Cell turnover rate. Cell turnover. Okay, I was trying to get the connection. That makes sense. <laughs> You're like, good, you pee a lot. Congrats. Really happy for yeah. you. Um, what else? Um, I'm trying to look for a new drama to uh, start with Andy. Oh, I was like, to stir. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to just start beef at work with somebody. <laughs> um, no, because we finished watching this one show called Yumi Cell. I'm going to cut this so you can tell and... me all about it. 
it's uh <laughs> is really it's just really 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 cute it's very lovely and cute and i just really want to watch something else that's lovey-dovey mm. i'm in that mood right now lovey-dovey also we haven't seen nope yet yeah and very upset about it yeah i mean we gotta figure something out honestly we should go tonight after this okay <laughs> okay <laughs> there we go done that's the movie we're gonna watch yep <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm serious yeah no me too what okay. um let's look at some times while we're on <laughs> live recording um all right 36.48 was our total jeez everything's so expensive not to just complain, but speaking of yuck the system, okay? Yuck the system of okay. entertainment. Of, of capitalism. Well, eventually, can't we like tax deduct stuff that we do that involves our podcast if it starts making us money? I like where your head is at. I just switched us to Anchor, which is owned by Spotify, which I kind of hate because, you know, Spotify is taking over a lot of podcasts that used to be like independent. Yeah. And making them like Spotify only. Yeah. Um, which is kind of lame. But it's also just. Well, and that hurts them too. Yeah. Because there was like a pot. There was a podcast I was listening to that went to Spotify. Stop yeah. listening. Same. Bye. Yeah. Pretty much everything from Gimlet Media I used to listen to. Um, oh, I remember there was. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was that in particular, but I remember you telling me about like. It was probably them. Because yeah. it was like one by one every show they had, um, you know, kind of went away. And then they had all this other drama happening, and I was like, this is too much. Goodbye. Seems very counterproductive if you want to grow your podcast. Like, let me make myself yeah. exclusive to this thing. Well, I think the problem is that they don't care about growth. They care about money. And mm-hmm. so if they can get a quick ticket to the just the money, they don't they don't care if it mm-hmm. grows or not. As long as it makes them dollar dollar bills. I mean... That's capitalism for you. Um, we are actually doing a, a themed episode today. We sure are. Yeah. I forgot for a second about how excited I am for today's episode. How dare you? You know what? Fuck it. Let's get into it. All right, dear listener. Today we have a fun little game. Our theme, if you haven't seen already, is Florida men Um, and the crazy wild stories that come out of Florida. So we decided to start off our episode uh, with a little two truths and a lie regarding some headlines. And that's that. Mm-hmm. How do we want to do this? Do we want to do like a one by one? Let's do one by one and be like, is this true? Is this false? Okay. And just, you know, instead of doing like, yeah, I like that. I like that. Okay. Okay. All right. You go first. Okay. Mm-hmm. My first one. Okay. Let's see if you get this one. Okay. Florida woman placed boy in dryer, making him go round and round, officials say. <laughs> True um, or false? Do you want to like discuss it? Do you want to like talk it out? Be like, what's logical about this and what's not? I mean, I think the point is that none of this should be logical. <laughs> and Fair. yet. Um, I'm going to say that's false. Nope. That one was true. What? <laughs> That's so abusive. <laughs> Wait, was the door open? The dryer door open? I don't know. I know. Was it I, front load? Was it top load? I don't know. <laughs> I don't what, know. What make and model was the dryer? <laughs> what was LG doing? <laughs> Did they have anything to comment? Wow. Okay. So that's true. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> My turn. Yep. Um. <laughs> Florida man charged with DUI for driving a Walmart scooter while drunk. I also have a Walmart one. <laughs> Walmart, Florida. I'm going to say true. Yes. <laughs> I love that you had to double check. Because I have it in uh, just the way I have it. I was like, wait, is that the... <laughs> I have two different pictures on my phone. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Florida man arrested for having sex with a stuffed Olaf snowman inside Walmart. True. False. What? It was a Target. Damn it. <laughs> that was a good one, right? It is. <laughs> that was- I was like, wait, did I hear about that? It was at a Target. <laughs> I'm horrified. Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Um, Florida man's church loses tax-exempt status because it's just a nightclub. True. False. <laughs> Fuckers. I can't hit the table. Oh. My- was that the trick one? No. Oh, no. <laughs> that means, well, we messed up. We should have done either true or poop. True next or time, poop? Next time. Ne- true or who? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, I wanted to do the the main ones and then tell you one of the ones that... Uh... Smart. Next time, we'll okay. do... We'll do any number of true, true or false, and we'll just, like, let each other guess. Honestly, for all the stuff that I found, I wouldn't mind if there was, like, a part two or three. Right, exactly. They were... So good. There will be more Florida men in our yes. future. Oh no, please no. I've had a lot of Florida men in my time. You're enough. You're enough Florida man for me. How dare you? <laughs> I only lived there for two years. All right. What was what was your um, other one? Da, 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 da. I'll try to guess what the um what the the trick is. Florida man on drugs kills imaginary friend and turns himself in. Is the trick that you can't kill an imaginary friend? No, the trick was I had found I had found this on Reddit as a like a true one, but then when I like clicked it and I did a little bit of a deep deep dive, they were like, "Oh, this was made up," and I was like, "Well, shit!" Wow. All right, you want to know? I had um, I had two additional ones that I had just in case we accidentally overlapped. Mm-hmm. Um. And so I'll go ahead and read those real quick. Obviously, you've already found my false one. <laughs> um, Florida man says it's or sorry. Florida woman says it's too hot in squad car after arrest for allegedly leaving child in hot car. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my last one was a Florida man forced to pay child support despite DNA tests proving he is not the father. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, damn it. Well, speaking of. Ooh, I had another one. Speak. Oh, what's your other one? Naked Florida man <laughs> lives in a van down by the river, loses arm to gator, gets lost, rescued days later. It's a lot to unpack there. That is a lot. <laughs> Good for him. He had a Florida adventure. Really. Honestly. Good for him. I'm mad I mean, at it. He was, that's a if any yeah if anything that's a happy ending. He got rescued. Compared to all of these other ones, a, one arm less, but you know, hmm. maybe he made a friend. 
Maybe he's like, alligator, are you hungry? Here you go. Maybe he made an imaginary friend. What if he's the imaginary friend guy? Alligators are real. I'm so sorry to tell you that. Right Not now, if right it's an imaginary head. friend who happens to be an alligator. Oh, touche. <laughs> Speaking. These are fun. <laughs> of uh, Florida men. And women. And, and fatherhood. Oh. And. Um, uh-huh. Such as. And, and, and there too. And, the, and then indeed. To whom it may concern. When, <laughs> when we get back. Uh-huh. I will be telling the story of the good old family murder in Celebration, Florida. Ooh. Do you know what Celebration, Florida is? Celebrate good time. Isn't that where Mickey Mouse lives? I mean, he might. I don't know. Oh. I'm pretty sure I've driven by Celebration. You probably have because it's definitely Disney adjacent. Literally. Oh, yeah. Yep. We'll get into it. Mickey Mouse definitely lives there. So today, <laughs> today I'm going to tell you the story yes. of Anthony Tote of Celebration, Florida. <gasps> Celebrate. Do you know who Anthony Tote is? Have you heard of this story? Do you have any idea what I'm about to tell you? I think you're going to like it in, okay. in a really fucked up way. You sh- shouldn't like any of it. Oh, well, I mean, I you have to freak. find it entertaining. Wow. <laughs> All right, so our story today begins in Celebration, Florida, an Orlando suburb and planned community located near Walt Disney World. Celebration had been in development by Disney since the early 90s, and according to Wikipedia, as of the 2010 census, there were 7,400 people, 3,000 households, and 700 families residing in Celebration. They all really love Mickey Mouse. Uh, Yeah, that's a pretty big draw for it. So they don't like own it anymore but they definitely developed it and it's like a you know very adjacent to disney world the only thing i can recall and i may be wrong but i'm pretty sure like the times that i had driven like either past or near celebration going to orlando there was like um you know those uh those poles that hold the um strippers no you know like the dancers electric poles workers that are on (laughs) there was one the shape of mickey mouse what do they call power lines (laughs) (sighs) oh my god you got there you make me want to hit myself do it (laughs) (laughs) it was so soft Wow. All right. Well, that's my that's my only contribution. Thank you. I'll be quiet the rest of this. <laughs> you don't have don't be quiet ever. I wrote this expecting you to talk. Okay. Which means if you don't, it's gonna be done in about five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> One of the families that resided in celebration was the Tote family. Totes. Totes. <laughs> that's funny. That's uh, funny. <laughs> Anthony Tote and his wife, Megan, had been childhood sweethearts when they married each other in Connecticut. Mm. This one's going to be really relevant to you. Connecticut. The two both worked as physical therapists together in their family practice. Oh. 
Megan was said to be no loving. No wonder they were wow. having marital problems already. Yeah. Sure. No. <laughs> they just couldn't work it out. Nice. Okay. Thank you. I will. Because like you work out, you know, and like muscles and the bones. I don't know what I don't know what you people do. <laughs> the bones. I don't. Know. <laughs> Not the bones. I don't, I don't know what happens yeah. there. Um, I don't judge. <laughs> Megan was said to be loving and had a natural inclination to motherhood. The couple had three children, 13-year-old Alexander, 11-year-old Tyler, and 4-year-old Zoe. Um, I don't think it's surprising, like you said earlier, that anyone would move there because it's so close to Disney World. And it's like a very like idyllic, perfect, picturesque, like American town kind mm-hmm. of vibe. Like white um, picket fence yeah. type of stuff. Okay. It's very what you would expect Disney to build a, a housing to look like. Uh-huh. You know, you know. Um Anthony Tote ran their physical therapy business that was still back in Connecticut. And despite owning his own business, Tote was in over a hundred and thirty thousand dollars in debt and had been served an eviction notice on December twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. For their house and celebration? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So apparently he also had a... Um, obviously, he had to live somewhere in Connecticut. I was going to say, so he's... They live in celebration, but he is managing Yeah, and they're like renting because he's evicted. Therapy. Yeah, okay. And then apparently he had a condo near celebration too. Mm-hmm. So no I'm like... No wonder you're in debt. Right. I'm, I'm hearing you have three homes. Yeah. Like, it doesn't seem I necessary. Mean, you're a physical therapist, not a plastic surgeon, man. Okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Don't make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> In November of 2019, clients of the therapy office had received calls that Anthony was postponing several appointments. The well, office would. <laughs> Triggered. The office would never open again. Whoa. Tote returned to celebration mm-hmm. where mounting legal troubles and debt were beginning to wear on him. By January 2020, Tote's sister and several other relatives had noticed that the family was absent since the week following Christmas. They reported it to police, but the family claims nothing was done. Um, I did read that the police claim they did like a wellness check, but they kind of just like stopped by, saw that the house existed and left. As they knock on the door, nobody came. And they're like, "Okay, okay, bye. Yeah. It took federal agents arriving to the Tote home to serve Anthony Tote an arrest warrant. For anyone to visit the home. <gasps> According to them, Anthony had been committing medical fraud in Connecticut for years, billing both Medicaid and private health insurance companies for hundreds of hours of care <laughs> that was never provided. They hate that. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they do. <laughs> oh, my God. When the officials arrived to arrest Tote for the fraud, <laughs> they asked him where his family was. And he told <laughs> them that the children were at a friend's house for a sleepover, but that Megan was upstairs sleeping. He even called up to her, but she didn't respond. The investigators soon found the bodies of Megan Tote, her three children, and the family dog Breezy, all of whom Tote had murdered at least two weeks prior and had been living among the dead bodies <gasps> since. He had left their bodies... And the dog? And the dog! Breezy! Not Breezy. What kind of dog was it? A little tiny baby, just like ours is. Oh, ours is, is. We have tiny babies. We have tiny little babies. Aww. And if anyone touched Mabel... It would crack their skulls open. Yeah. T B Q H. This. So this guy is super trash. Basically. But also, like, don't kill the children either. Oh (laughs) yeah, I'm very upset about the dog. Don't kill your wife and the kids and the wife. That's also a no-no. Horrible. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> Don't do it, y'all. He left their bodies covered in basket. Nope, not baskets. <laughs> <laughs> Just little <laughs> Easter baskets. <laughs> They'll never find them here. He had left their bodies covered in blankets okay. in the master bedroom where he was reported to like still be sleeping. Oh no. That's just something I saw, I read somewhere either I didn't I don't know if it's oh, true or not, but No. I mean yikes. if he's living with them. And it's in the master pro- bedroom like he brought his whole dead family into the master bedroom. That's terrifying. He must be really strong. I'm sure it was one at a time. <laughs> he cleared them all at once. That's not funny. <laughs> a little funny oh he's like oh. <laughs> Very, mm, we're gonna get canceled <laughs> um since it'd been two weeks their bodies had been left for long enough that they had suffered heavy decomposition Ugh, smelly can you imagine being the the like investigators coming into this home to like serve this man for like tax fraud yeah and finding his entire family decomposing you're like we'll be back um, this wasn't what I came to do. So you wait right here. Well, and I had read and it's not surprising like that they had mentioned just like how pungent Ugh. the smell was. So he's sitting there like, oh, yeah, my wife's upstairs. She's sleeping Sorry, and like we're calling stink- up we're to her. Stinky. And they're like, bro, it kind of smells like dead body in here. <laughs> like, what's that about? Do you think they teach uh, um, cops to like recognize the smell of a dead body? I'm sure they do. Yeah, they're like, come smell this. <laughs> I don't know about about that. They play like what smells or something. Yeah, they're like, all right, lean over, smell this. Yep. <laughs> it's my foot. <laughs> okay, so they knew it was decomposition. Yep. Tote confessed that he uh, that when he killed his youngest child, Zoe, first, he sat on her bed for a long while before smothering her with her pillow. She was the only one he had not stabbed. While Megan had suffered two stab wounds to the stomach and both of their boys had been stabbed once in the abdomen. Each of them had also been poisoned with overdoses of Benadryl. Tote was obviously quickly arrested and interrogated. During his interrogation, he told investigators that he and Megan believed that since they brought their children into the world, they should be the ones to decide when they left it. They both thought that? That's what, That's what he claims. Okay. Um, he also claimed that the two had made a pact to kill their children ahead of the apocalypse so that they would reach salvation and that everybody needed to die in order for them to pass over. Tote would later claim that he tried to kill himself at least eight times to be with his family. He also told them that he and Megan told the children they would be killing themselves and claimed that the children offered to die along with them. What the fuck, dude? Yeah. Wow. In a jailhouse phone call with a relative, I think it was a sister, um, Tote claimed he couldn't remember anything from Christmas to the arrival at the jailhouse, but then like immediately started talking about all these details in between those two events. So I'm like, mm. so you're fucking lying. So what I'm hearing is you're you, full of shit. You fucking narcissistic psycho. Yeah. Okay. In a letter to his father, Robert Tote, Tote attempted to claim that Megan was the true killer. Tote claimed that while Megan was dealing with their, <laughs> start over. <laughs> You're gonna like this one. Tote claimed that while Megan was dealing their children's deadly dessert, he <laughs> declined due to death-defying dieting. Oh, I was really proud of myself for that. Oh my god, the alliteration. <laughs> it's poetry, really. 
I'm so sorry. Wow. I have respect for the dead. I re- I'm so sorry, everyone. Wow. Okay. So basically, he fucking chickened out. Yeah, like a little bitch. Okay. He like claims, family annihilators tend to do. He claimed that he had decided to go take a small siesta in his minivan, but it was like the middle of the night. So I'm like, you're... He's y- like, I've been to Spain. I know. <laughs> it's like, I, I know exactly this. how this goes. It just... I'm like, I'm sorry, you went to take a small siesta in your minivan in the middle of the night. That's just called going to sleep. <laughs> the siesta lasted eight siesta. hours. <laughs> it's just going to bed. You went to bed, you fucking prick. <laughs> in in your minivan? It just like make the dots connect. Was he tired from picking lying, up all the bodies? Probably. Oh. <laughs> From lying, yeah. So he claimed that after he woke up, he around like four thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's when he came into the house and found all of his children were dead. Mm. Tragic. Hmm. Side note. Uh huh. <laughs> this is a little crazy. <laughs> okay. Decades earlier, when Anthony Tote was the age of his youngest daughter, Robert Tote, his father had been a local special education teacher and a wrestling coach. At home, he and his wife Loretta had two children, and unbeknown to any of them, he also had a 17-year-old girlfriend and a fiancé. Whoa. Anthony's father hired a previous student, 19-year-old John Chermonte, to kill his wife, and now claims that Anthony had seen the event go down. Luckily, Loretta survived, and Robert was found guilty and served 10 years in prison. So there's like... It's in the family? It's in the family. I mean, connections. It's nature wild. Nature versus nurture. Whoa. Pretty insane. Born killer. <laughs> Not the song. <laughs> Can that be a little tag? <laughs> Natural born killers. Oh my goodness. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah, insane. Wait, his fiance was 17? Two different people. Oh, oh. He had a 17 year old girlfriend and a fiance. He was a nurse, apparently. Hmm. so i'm like yeah you know it just really goes to show men and i'm just kidding wait yeah just bad people bad people be be doing bad things Mm -hmm. (laughs) wait and so she uh she survived Mm -hmm. the mom yeah and he went to jail Mm. for 10 years because he did bad at hiring a hitman oh just because he didn't kill her he got the 10 years i guess okay I feel like he would have gotten more if he had succeeded. I don't He's know how like, that works. Dad, he still tried. Dad, I wanted to live up to your expectations. Oh, no. Yeah, there's a lot of people, like, a lot of, like, interviews and stuff with his dad. And so knowing that he did that, mm-hmm. it's kind of crazy to, like, listen to, like, these interviews of him where he's just, like, talking about his son's trial. And, like, obviously the reporters didn't know that he had been in Oh, okay. I was like, had anyone been like, so with your past, how all, do you feel all about All of the stuff da-da-da. that I saw about it, it was mm-hmm. very much like a, like, we just discovered this connection thing. Mm-hmm. But then there's these other, these other, like, um, moments, like when, um, when Anthony's on the, on the jailhouse phone with his, with his sister. Sister, yeah. Okay. And he, they're like talking about their mother mm-hmm. and he's like, He's like, oh, like, how's mom doing? And then his sister's like, well, you know, she's really struggling with everything that happened. 
because she had been, you know, he had attempted to kill her. Um, but of course, that is like subtext. You don't know, you don't understand it unless Wait, you know the they story. They get back together after that, right? So she apparently didn't want to believe that it was him um, <gasps> until he was convicted, and that's when she was like, like, accepted the truth, and they oh. divorced and went about their that's ways. Horrible! Just yeah. divorce me, bro. Honestly, like a little convenient that your student, your previous student, is the one trying to kill me right now in front of my child. It's no wonder the man's fucked up. I mean, yeah, that would definitely uh, do some damage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, Tote claimed that his wife was so ill due to Lyme disease that she couldn't walk up the stairs or take care of herself, even calling her an invalid. <gasps> Members in their family noted that this uh, severe illness was it had existed at least a decade earlier, but Megan had been fine since. Um and it's like, I mean, I, I guess it's possible for people with reduced capacity to still murder people, especially with Benadryl. But mm-hmm. we're supposed to believe like somebody with Lyme disease is going around like suffocating and stabbing people. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. But is it likely? Not very likely. When you're living in the house with their dead bodies for two mm-hmm. weeks. And there's this whole thing where he's all like, you know, I loved my wife. I loved my kids. And. You know, I I lied no, to protect didn't. her. I was like, no, you fucking didn't. Make it make sense, because if you were trying to protect, like, protect her from what she's dead. If you really thought she did a murder suicide thing, well, you would be you... pissed at her. Not maybe most likely. Well, and you said they were. He he claimed that they were doing this so they could be saved, quote unquote. Yeah. That's that's the thing. I feel like there's. An element of like, how much can I confuse people? Mm-hmm. Like, like, let me just start saying shit. Yeah. Like he was claiming how all this stuff about her being um, like basically like, into like wellness and like mm-hmm. and not necessarily anti-vax, which would have been really ironic in <laughs> January 2020. Wow. I know. <gasps> um, but like just saying all this stuff about how like she didn't believe in traditional medicine. I was like, make the connection. I don't understand how this is relevant. Especially if you're claiming she poisoned her children with Benadryl, but she, she but you're saying some leaves, bitch, right? Like, <laughs> where's the nightshade? Like, make, it doesn't <laughs> make it like your stories don't connect. <laughs> she had to make a potion to kill. It was her. Well, we can't <laughs> ask her, can we? Yeah, she's dead. Um. So the jury. Her? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Twice. Okay. Um, so uh, at the end, because his story, just none of his many, many stories make any sense. The jury mm-hmm. did find Tote guilty of one count of animal cruelty and four counts of first degree murder. Um, Tote received four consecutive life sentences and the judge named Tote a destroyer of worlds. Can I say something? Yes. He was Tote's guilty. That's funny. You're funny. (laughs) Wow. I swear I've heard this one. I'm sure you have. I swear. I swear. I definitely don't remember uh, people's names a lot. Yeah, that's fair. I listen or watch true crime, but I definitely remember like situations. That one sounds really familiar. Yeah. I didn't know all that, though. Holy shit. It's like it's definitely one of those things where it's like in the in the family part. Yeah. 
bro. And I feel like with a lot of like modern stories, especially unless you find a source that's like a super deep dive Mm -hmm. and you have the time to like go through it, you don't get all of the little like weird bits and pieces. You're only getting like this man killed his family. He lived in this weird place where it's not, you know, where there's not a lot of murders and Mm -hmm. And you're just getting like the the, the quick Whoa. and easy. I, I wonder how his neighbors felt. Right? Like, Can you imagine that? That's the house over there where yeah. he was in there for what two weeks? Yeah, with dead bodies. Yeah, and it's like a tiny little like. And it's Florida. It's hot. <laughs> yeah, the the decomposition <laughs> in Florida has got to be worse than than anywhere else, possibly on the face of the planet. Did he put a, the dog on the bed too? I think no. I think the dog was found elsewhere in the household. At least keep the dog alive to help destroy some of the evidence. Yeah, I accept that if I just happen to die in my sleep, Rocky will eat me. Yeah, I think um, I think there's been like studies, and in and like dogs just won't eat their their people. No, not their people. But probably other people. <laughs> like if you and I. If you and I died right here, Mabel would eat me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? I'm ready. Hit me in the face with your story. All right, you ready to go back in time? I'm already back in time. Okay. We're going to Tampa, Florida to the 1920s. Ooh, 1920s the 1920s Tampa. 1920s in Tampa where I lived against my will in the 1920s. Yes. That's so scary. <laughs> you didn't know my age? Doctor Who. <laughs> um, duh, duh, duh. All right. So, in April 28th, 1927, a woman named Emma Hilliard was found a throat slash almost decapitated. Oh, jeez. Um, witnesses found a man uh, with her... A, Charles Blind Blind Charlie Manual. Come on, <laughs> Blind Charlie. Uh, was her boyfriend Aww. at the time. Um, so he had been uh, arrested for this murder as he was found at the scene of the crime with a knife, drunk. Sounds pretty suspicious. So... <laughs> um, So while he was in jail awaiting trial for her murder, um, but per witness accounts, he was found drunk at the scene of the crime holding a knife. Uh, While in jail, um, the Raul, Raul family, Raul, (laughs) um, was murdered. The names of the Raul family are, doo-dee-doo, Caroline Raul, who is 94, Oh, B.D. Raul, not B.D. Not B.D. Uh, forty-five, Eva Raul, sixteen, and uh, a rooming tenant, Charles Alexander, who was forty. I love the phrase "rooming tenant." Rooming tenant. They were too they fancy like to just was, be roommates. They yeah. were a rooming tenant. Yeah, Char- I'm, I'm sure he just lived in like their basement or something. <laughs> I didn't say where. <laughs> So they found him, uh, they found them all uh, dead. Uh, axe murdered. Axe murdered? Yeah, the whole family. Jeez. Hacked to death with an axe. 
Um, this is why Char- this is uh, when Charlie was in jail. Um, B. Rowell, the patriarch of the family, uh, had apparently been telling people in- around Tampa that he knew Charlie was innocent and knew who actually killed Emma. My God, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how this was connected, but now I know. <laughs> Just you know, <laughs> Tampa man, crazy. Um, in the following the following May, uh, f- five members of the Merrill family. Uh, was slain in their home with a railroad spike. Jeez. Uh, in the Merrill family, there was Herman L- Looney Merrill. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, Nettie Merrill. Ralph Merrill, who was 11. For some reason, they don't have Nettie Merrill's uh, or Herman's ages. I'm sure they were older. <laughs> uh, Ralph Merrill was 11. Mildred Merrill was five. Not Mildred. A five-year-old named Mildred. Um, Buddy Merrill, who was three. Well, all all Mildreds are five at some point. No. <laughs> they don't just start at six. <laughs> that No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, Buddy Merrill, who was three. And Lester uh, Merrill. Not Lester. Who was five weeks old. Aww. You look at a little five-week-old and like, your name's Lester. Damn, we really went with the child murders this yeah. episode. So many. So all oh. these old people names. This is really charming to me, actually. Well, they're not, people are born with names. They no. don't just like manifest at 30. No, Mildred was definitely born a grandmother. <laughs> um, and sweet Mildred. Sweet Mildred. Um, so after the Merrill family um, deaths, a some suspects had made themselves very suspicious. <laughs> um, Benjamin Levins and his friend, I don't know why I put his friend, I guess, Leonard Thompson. <laughs> Boyfriends? <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> it was just these two dudes and I'm just Gay? like, yeah, what are you guys doing together? Um, Benjamin Levins and his friend, Leonard Thompson, visited a local psychic uh, that day oh. after no the day after the murders asking if they would get in trouble for murder <laughs> i to be this <laughs> this innocent psychic who just has to be like i see that you've committed a murder i see jail I see in it. your future <laughs> yeah so um, no but like uh, just imagine you're just like trying to grift some people of their money right you're just trying to like Take some really educated guesses. Mm-hmm. Somebody comes in, you can tell they're a little flustered, and they're like, "So your husband left you, huh?" You know, that's your whole day to day. You just taking pennies from people because that's I'm assuming what they got paid back then. Mm-hmm. And then one day, two guys come in and they're like, "Hey, we're we gonna get in trouble for murder." Probably, but I don't She's need like, to be a psychic to. <laughs> She's like, I don't that. get paid enough for this yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to need a lot of pennies to read your future. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the same day, uh, they went to a restaurant and Levins was reading the newspaper of the crime and out loud blamed Thompson. <laughs> and I put in parentheses, awkward, bro. Awkward. So <laughs> hours later, they were arrested. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then after they were arrested, Levins had said Thompson was innocent. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know what type of lover's quarrel was happening there. <laughs> I was um, like, no, don't take him. <laughs> so in early June, 
um, of that year, a mob of about 2000 people tried to get at Levin's, um, because of all the baby killings. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were rioting hardcore, uh, so much so that the National Guard were had to tear gas the crowd. Um, the riot lasted three days. Uh, five people died and 11 were injured. Jeez. That sounds like pretty low, though. 2,000 people? <laughs> but this is back in the 20s when there was only like 100,000 people on 2,000 people? That's the whole town. <laughs> that's all of Tampa. <laughs> what are we going to do? There's going to be no one to friggin'... Run the stands or something. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all 1920s stands. Tampa, yeah. well known for their stands. All the stands. Orange juice. Come on. That's fair. Tropicana. Tropicana. Um, so Levins had admitted to the Raul family crimes, um, allegedly killing the family to cover his tracks because he had uh, gotten to an argument with their tenant. And oh. had killed him, and then the family had oh. seen, and then ki- he killed them. Now I feel bad for making jokes about their tenant. <laughs> it was his it was fault. His fault. Yeah. Uh, Said so he got fired a tenant over a girl and killed the family not to leave witnesses. Was it the girl? The uh, girl, the first girl. What was her name? No. No, oh, never mind then. Just says a girl. Rude. Over a girl. Any girl. It could be like, <laughs> that woman over there. I'm mad at you. You. Um, according to Levins, uh, Thompson was the one who killed the Merrills, the one that had little baby Lester. Oh, Lester. Um, I put, cause he had beef with them. I'm not sure. It didn't give me a lot of <laughs> information. You seem, you seem very mad at your notes. <laughs> I was just writing this. I was like, okay, I'm reading this. Let me pull this information over. But again, I was reading like basically microfiche stuff no. so i was grabbing what i could so it's like according to levens thompson had killed them all for mm. some reason um later it was discovered that the riles family uh used to live where the merrills lived two months prior to the murder oh. and that the house had been broken into and a railroad spike had been left uh at the scene uh the riles family got nervous and moved Riles had gave information regarding the Raul um, murders that apparently wasn't very important. Uh, they didn't say what kind of information it yeah. was, but um, it wasn't very important. But because after he had given the information, house got broken into, they got Jeez. nervous, they split. That uh, fair. Yes. So um, it is hypothesized oh. <laughs> that the wrong family had been killed. Yikes. Yep. So he so, killed a whole extra family for yep. no reason. Yes. Um, Levins, after viewing the bodies of the Merrill family, confessed to the crimes, admitting that he had mistaken them for the Riles family. Oh. <laughs> I'm laughing because of that. I just think like, what a big oopsie. <laughs> 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 That's a huge oopsie. If only he'd gone to the psychic sooner. Uh, will I kill the right family? <laughs> um, Thompson was acquitted three weeks after the riots in a separate trial while Levins was sentenced to death. Um, 
death by electric chair. On November 22nd, 1927, Levins had argued his innocence until the very end, but never made a formal statement prior to the execution. Um, Blind Charlie uh, had been released from prison uh, November 15th of 1930. Levins was Emma's ex-husband. So that's why... uh, people think that it was actually Benjamin Levins that killed Emma. Mm, I knew Charlie was innocent from the beginning. Free Charlie. Free Charlie. And you will never find a single audio clip of me saying otherwise. (laughs) (laughs) I was enamored with the twist and turns of this story. Yes. There's a lot of like back forth up, down, forward, backwards, time travel. Like <laughs> Nobody time traveled. We, we did. did. Oh, okay. <laughs> we were the time travelers. No, it's very interesting. Psychics. Mm-hmm. Psychics were involved. There's a lot going on here. A lover's quarrel in a restaurant. It's so sad. <laughs> Fucking Benjamin Levins, man. It's very interesting. And I mean, they're writers. Mm-hmm. There's just like a lot happening, and you gotta assume, especially like back in the day, when everyone's a lot more connected to like who's around them than yeah. we are now. Right now, we're like connected to random strangers in California or whatever. Yeah, but they were like the only people they ever came in contact with lived within a twenty mile radius. Yes, and the two th- the two thousand people that showed up, everyone in that damn town. That's everyone who knew them. Yeah. <laughs> That's every that's the extended family. That's that one area. Wow. What do you think? That's pretty wild. Right? Isn't that so interesting? A lot of a lot of babies being murdered today. Yeah. A lot of youths. Poor youths. Mildred never grew up to be a grandmother. With a name like Mildred. I know. Born to be. And Lester? Come on, Lester. Um, no animals were murdered in my story though. Oh, God bless. So I think yours is worse than mine. <laughs> oh, no. oh, we're going to get canceled. No. On episode seven. <laughs> Lucky number seven. <laughs> I think these were some pretty fun stories. This is really great. Florida is ripe for just weird stories. We didn't even talk about like, what? It, what is it? Sunset Laws? Oh, the sunshine law? Sunshine, that one. Same thing. Yeah. Is it because they're shining light on it? Uh, It's because Florida's hot. Yeah, but it's called the sunshine because <laughs> they're shining laws on the truth or oh. shining light on the truth. Shining laws? Yeah, they're shining laws <laughs> on the lights and the lights are shining it back on them. Um, Yeah. I feel like that's why. So because that's uh, the reason we know a lot of like the modern day random shit because they have the... Police have to what report it? Do they have to give access to reporters? Something like that. Yeah, there is a lot of um, reporter access when something happens over there. Yeah. So that's why we know about uh, situations in Florida more than most yeah. places. So you know, they'd be freaking having a Wisconsin man or a North yeah. Dakota man or a Virginia man. Like yeah. we, I'm sure we have those. Yeah. Oh no, definitely. <laughs> I mean, people are weird everywhere. Yeah. But people in Florida are especially weird. A lot of alligators. A lot of old people. A lot of of my family. (laughs) 
Yes. Who All connected. Are alligators. <laughs> Imaginary friends, alligators. <laughs> another night, another episode. We did We're it. We're about to go see Nope mm-hmm. in about an hour. Who knows? Maybe we'll. I am very excited for what the future holds for us. Mm-hmm. This continues to be the most entertaining part of my week. (laughs) There we go. We like the positive spin. Yeah. What are we doing next week? Well, we know we're going to record, probably record a nope. We'll see. We're going to do a a Yuck the Movies. Um, We got to... I wrote something down. Decide. We want to do another like um, related topic. Aliens. That's what we had t- said oh. earlier. You want to do an alien? Oh, yeah. So I want to make sure we're going back and forth with not just murders or not just like, you know, like just real I want to do Skinwalker Ranch. All right. Yeah. I got to write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so many devices. I know, did you? Touch everything. Siri, make a note. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. Good job, everybody. You did it. Yeah, you. You listened so good. You and you and you. And especially you. And oh, uh, and you. Leave a review. It'd be really nice if you could do that for us. Tell your friends. I remember what it was. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Share share your favorite episode so far with at least one person who you think will find it interesting. And if you're listening to this and you're our friend, be a better friend. Wow. And tell your other friends. Unless we're your only friend. <laughs> That's pretty sad. No. We're really, we're all people need, really. I am. <laughs> Cut all this up. If you have- <laughs> If you have other friends beside me, you're being a little greedy. Yeah. You only have time for me. You only have time wow. for this. Next week on <laughs> The Intervention. <laughs> Reese, you need to calm the fuck down. All chill, right. bro. Chill. Good job, everybody. Good job, everyone. Woo!